What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Lost Lifting Talk. I want to hop into a topic today around measuring your rate of progress and the best ways to measure your progress. This is something that I run into with clients that I work with a lot of the time is not understanding how to actually judge your progress over the long term and then make adjustments to that progress that you're making in order to make sure that things are going at a rate that is suitable for you to make sure that you're not going too slow, you're not going too fast so that's unsustainable, but you're going at just the right pace to make sure that you're achieving the result that you want, but at the same time, it's not in an unsustainable way or it's not too slow to where you just get frustrated and don't ultimately end up getting to where you want to be. So I want to talk about the three types of progress that you should be measuring in terms of your body composition to make sure that you are making the progress that you want to. And what we're going to talk about here is for generally, for the most part, when it comes to fat loss or when it comes to body recomposition. And when I say body recomposition, what I'm talking about is if you are slowly trying to build some lean tissue, build some muscle mass while losing some body fat at the same time. So Let's just hop in. This isn't going to be a super long podcast. It's just going to get right to the point to give you some tangible things to to put into your own journeys to start measuring your progress and making sure that things are on the right track so you're getting to where you want to be. So the first one is obviously weigh-ins. And this is one that a lot of clients that I begin working with up front, it's a bit of an adjustment to understand. And when we talk about weigh-ins, I like people to weigh in daily. After you use the restroom and before you've eaten or drinking anything, first thing in the morning. This is going to give you the most consistent number from day to day. But with that, what you have to understand when it comes to weighing yourself daily is that the scale is going to fluctuate. The scale fluctuates depending upon your water retention from sodium, from stress, from um, training, from menstrual cycles for ladies, for so many different things that have nothing to do with fat gain or fat loss that you have to be mindful that if you're going to start weighing yourself every day, you can't look at those daily weigh-ins as successes or failures. You have to start to look at those daily weigh-ins as simply data points to take weekly averages from. And this is where it gets really important. I don't want you to think about each weigh-in every single day as if it goes up, that doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. You automatically need to switch something. Like I said, it's going to fluctuate a lot. So what we want to do is extract the, the weekly averages from those daily weigh-ins and compare those averages against one another. This way you're going to get a much truer number and you're going to be able to see the long-term trend rather than those daily fluctuations that we have no control over and don't have anything to do with fat gain or fat loss. When we can extract that data and we can look at your weekly averages over a six, eight, 12 week period, those averages are slowly dropping by anywhere from 0.5 to 1% of your total body weight per week, you know that you're on a very, very sustainable track to be able to hold on to those results. But one thing to understand is that let's say you weigh, we'll take a client that I'm working with, for example, right now, she weighed 138 pounds when we started. We're in week three. And at this point she had reached 135 pounds, but in one day she reached back up to 138 pounds in that third week. And she was devastated thinking, oh my, what just happened? I just lost all of my progress because I've gained these three pounds back in one day. Chaz, what am I doing wrong? She started sending me all of her food logs for the last couple of days, trying to figure out what's wrong. And we talked about before we started, you're going to see fluctuations. Things are going to spike up and down. But when, she, when it happened in the heat of the moment, her mind immediately went back to, oh shit, what did I just do? When in reality, 
all that we did in the coming days, I calmed her down. I explained it to her. I showed her a lot of case studies with old clients that I've worked with, how the scale is going to fluctuate over time. And by the end of week three, she had hit that 138 in the middle of week three. By the end of week three, she had reached 134 is what it was. Anyway, she had hit a new low. She went to a new high and then came back down to a new low. But if she just would have gave up after hitting that high and freaked out and thought, oh man, what am I going to do? I just lost all the hard work that I'm putting in. This isn't working and just stopped. Well, you wouldn't have realized right on the back end of that a few days later, if you just stayed consistent, you actually were going to hit an all time low and you just got to keep going because we're more worried about the weekly averages and not the day-to-day fluctuations because it's going to be very dependent on so many factors that are out of our control that you just simply have to take the data, put it into your phone, log it somewhere, and then start paying attention to those weekly averages. And then you can use the scale for what it is, a long-term tool to help you see the trends. And then you can start adjusting calories, adjusting different things, adjusting cardio, things like that. As you see two, three, four, five weeks of data to understand what's happening with your actual body composition, um, just to make better educated decisions on what should be adjusted and when it needs to be adjusted. But typically losing somewhere between 0.5 to 1% of total body weight per week is what I like to see from those averages. So we'll take those averages. If we see that 0.5 to 1% total body weight loss per week, we know we're on the right track and we're doing things correctly. And it's just simply a rinse and repeat process. If you're losing more than that, then you want to start looking at your hunger levels, Are you getting really hungry? How's your sleep going? How's your training going? If all that's going really, really well, you might be able to ride out losing somewhere between one to 1.5-ish percent of total body weight per week. But I would just caution with time, your biofeedback is going to come back pretty negative to where you're going to get overly hungry. You're going to be overly stressed. You're going to feel overly restricted. And it's going to be able hard to stay consistent with what you're doing because your body's going to run down into the ground a little bit sooner. So again, I'd like to see somewhere between 0.5 to 1% of total body weight loss per week when it comes to a fat loss phase. If somebody's newer to weightlifting and we start this up, generally you could be around like a 0.5% of total body weight loss per week because you might be putting on some muscle at the same time as you're losing body fat, which is going to slow the rate of the scale down just because you're simply adding some lean tissue while you're losing fat tissue, which is going to have a slower rate of decline. But at the same time, you'll always, for the most part, if you're in a deficit, you'll lose body fat faster than you gain muscle. So you still should see a slight decline. And that leads us into the next part that I want to talk about when it comes to measuring your rate of progress would be measurements. And this is a huge one too, because let's say that you're losing around that 0.5% of total body weight per week. Well, if you're taking measurements at least every single month to be able to see what's happening with your actual body composition to where you're losing inches, to where maybe you're gaining inches for muscle mass, now you can get a better idea of what's happening with your body composition. Let's say that you only lose a half a pound in a week, or let's say you only lose two pounds, excuse me. Let's say that you lose two pounds in four weeks. That's only half a pound per week over a four week period, you end up losing two pounds. Well, let's say you you lose that, but let's say that you add a half an inch to your arms, you lose an inch around your waist, or if you're a female, you add an inch around your glutes, something like that. Well, that means you're just simply gaining muscle while you're losing body fat. So you know you're on the right path. There's not really a reason to change anything up at this point because you're making the progress that you want to. You're building the muscle in the areas that you want to while you're slowly decreasing your body fat, which is going to help you create more of that tone look that you're wanting as you create body recomposition 
in terms of the results that you're creating. So that's something to keep in mind when it comes to measurements. I would suggest always measuring at least monthly. Ideally, you could do measurements biweekly, but you should always be taking measurements of yourself at least monthly. This is what I do with my clients too, and it just helps. The scale doesn't always tell the entire story, so you wanna make sure you have that backup in terms of measurements. And then the backup to measurements is progress photos. What I do with clients is typically, again, anywhere from two weeks to every month is where we like to do progress photos too. So photos straight on, photos to the side, and photos from the back, just so that we can see all areas of the body. We can see if the waistline is slimming down. We can see if the stomach's slimming down. We can see what's happening with your back. We can see where body fat is being held. I'd always suggest doing those three different angles, a front picture, side picture, and a back picture. Then you can really see what's going on, where that body fat's coming off, where you would like to continually improve. And again, it just holds you accountable to the journey of what you're doing. And if you're on a fat loss journey at the moment, if you're trying to build some muscle while losing some body fat at the same time, I wouldn't ignore any of these. I wouldn't ignore the scale. I wouldn't get on the scale just like once every week or once every couple weeks. Because again, those fluctuations, let's think about my client from before. Let's say that she weighed 138 pounds and then two weeks later, she gets on the scale and it still says 138 pounds. Well, what if she just got on the scale when it was on a high day and if she would have done it on the other day, it was 135 pounds. But she got so frustrated when it was 138 pounds, the same as it was before, and it stops her and frustrates her from continuing on and actually continuing to make progress like she is. But she just doesn't realize that she's making progress because she's not weighing herself every day. So again, use the scale as data points to get you to where you're going, extract that data, use the averages, and then make the adjustments that you need to make to ensure that you're getting to where you want to go. And then you can use measurements if body, if the scale is being slow, it's not happening as fast as you want it to. Well, if you're taking measurements, then you can measure everywhere that you need to to understand where you're losing, where you're gaining, to understand that maybe you're just building some lean body mass, maybe you're building some muscle while you're losing some body fat, so you're actually still creating the results you want to. It's just being hindered in terms of the scale because it's going to be slower, right? If you're adding tissue while losing tissue, it's going to be a little bit of a slower process because your body is recomping, which is a win-win. You're killing two birds with one stone. And then of course, when it comes to pictures, front pictures, side pictures, and back pictures, just so that you can actually see the progress that is happening, can be super motivating. Let's say the scale's not down as much as you want to, but you take some monthly pictures, you compare them, you can see a good difference. Well, that's all you need. As long as you can see aesthetically with your eyes what's happening, scale doesn't mean that much. But again, I would make sure that you're using all three of these tools because each tool by themselves doesn't tell the whole story. But when you can pair up these tools all together and start measuring your rate of progress and what's happening, now you have full control of understanding what's actually happening in terms of your body composition. And then you can start making adjustments if you need to, or else you can just keep doing what you're doing because it's working. But you understand what's actually happening when you have weigh-ins, when you have measurements, when you have photos, it puts you in complete control to understand where your body composition is going. So I hope that this episode helps you guys. I felt like it was needed. I don't ever talk about how to measure your progress. I don't think you should just use the scale 
don't think you should just do measurements. I don't think you should just do pictures. I think you should combine them all because you're going to have more data. You're going to understand further what's happening with the more types of measurements that you're taking. So if you found value from this episode, I'd be super appreciative if you could take a screenshot, put it on your IG story, tag me in it, or just send this episode to somebody that you know that's struggling. If you know somebody that's struggling with the scale or isn't sure if they're making progress or not, just shoot them an email or shoot them a text with the link to this episode and hopefully it will help them and give them some guidance in their own journeys as well. So I really do appreciate you guys. Hopefully you have an amazing day. I'll talk with you soon.